Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Isn't this a fine kettle of fish? And and yes, it would be a fine kettle of fish. I I guess everybody expects me to read through the whole script. You've only had six months to memorize the damn thing. Or a year or however long it's been. Right, right. And and so tonight, in honor of general fucktardishness. I I think that's I know a, him. That's a verb, if I'm not mistaken. I know. I thought I thought he was in the Obama administration. Wasn't he in charge of the Navy? Yeah. Or no, that's a, uh, the that's army. admiral. The army. That was right. admiral fucktardishness. Right. Different guy. Right. I think altogether completely different. Yeah. So here's the deal. <laughs> if you, Clint. Clint is actually here tonight, and I'm not reading through the whole thing, but I do like the music, and we're going to finish the music. Welcome to everybody. I see that we have the Alaskan. Greatly appreciate that. Thanks for being here. I'm going to go into some, what do they call inside baseball. Because baseball has not been very, very good to me. The reason I say that is because when I get here, I get here about an hour before the show. And Clint, if if you can lean forward a little bit, you can't be seen. But if you look over here, there's one screen that I have up. Now, I had this screen all set up. And then what occurred is about... 20 minutes, no, about a half hour before the show. Every, I walked in and hit the go button. Everything tanked. I walked in. <laughs> no, this was actually, this was before you. What? This was before you. Okay. Really? First X-Split. X-Split runs the video on the show. It tanked. 
And then and I then went, I heard expletives. You did from, from inside, outside, from inside from within, the studio, without as I was walking right. up. And then I tried to go to shrmedia.com, and that tanked on me. Then Google Chrome tanked on me. Then I had to go down there and hit the big. What is it? The big go button. The big go button. I had to go down to the computer and hit the big go button. Turned it off, waited it, waited for it to reboot. And basically what it told me is, bite me, uh, we have 7,523.725 updates on Windows to perform. And then it didn't. Then it died again. So it went to a DOS prompt. It literally went to the flashing underlined the the flashing underlined the thingy, prompt. which looks to me like a damn DOS prompt from the sixties and seventies. If any of you remember that, and then oh, the, then I did the right thing, which I probably should have done the microsecond I had a problem, which is. I see what I find out is when I threaten to call Sackhead Sean, uh-huh. who is the techno dude around here, if I threaten it and I was just in the you heard me, then okay, then Clint gets here. And tonight I got I got here before the the second power down. <laughs> Cuz I walked in right when you were in the midst. So there's thanks to Clint for that. You're welcome. Um and I actually the, got my non-vanilla. It's the Diet Pepsi. Oh, the regular. I had to look. You read the label. I did. You bastard. You read I the did. label. And they're right fucking next to each other. Again. <laughs> and they look the same. Yes, they do. See, we discovered, but ah, that's the important point. You discovered the difference between the two because the, isn't the lettering on the one that says vanilla, when you read it, it's like this. Vanilla? Yes. <laughs> Instead of vanilla. Right. And it's in it's in cream colored instead of white because that's a total fucking big difference, right? Right, right. And, for somebody and, to notice, right? And if it's a darkened area of the refrigerator section, then you can't really tell anyway, right? Okay, so continuing with the story, uh, welcome to Alaska, and welcome to Wendy, welcome to Mike, and welcome to the Nose Nose in chat. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. So this all tanks, but I had on XSplit and on Stream Deck we have two separate shows set up. I had it. I slash Sean, he's not listening, so it's all me. I had it set up so that it was for the chat show, so that I could have your camera going and ready, and then that tanked. So if you're watching on either YouTube or Facebook, and I'm looking over here, there is no option for me to go over and, uh, oh, I do, there's Clint. Okay, now that, I, do. I don't. I don't see me. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at your screen. I don't see me. I know. If you if you move back towards the microphone, you know. There you are. Okay, so maybe maybe. I still need to move this camera. I'm like right. I know. So maybe if I move this over here, and maybe if Clint. Looks at his foot. I think we may have solved all the. Oh, and then, and then, uh, Spreaker died on me as well. So, if there were ever a worst case scenario of technology tanking, tonight would have been it. Now, let's see if I have a double screen. 
Look. 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 Wow. Look. I figured it out. <laughs> wow. Except that doesn't work. The stream deck doesn't work. You know what? So I'm going to have to work on that at the end. But now, whew, everything works. Hey, I'll tell you what. We should do a parody of our own show and call it the That Show. Like, where does it start? Hey, it's those guys. It's that show. Right. It's that show. Right. I mean, it's it, look, that we, can even, we can even do the same screen thing, that show instead of chat show. Right. It could be a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we could do that on, on when, no, on every fourth Wednesday. Yes. Uh, in in when the sky shines in the in the moons of Kunagonda. And, and instead of sack heads, we could have... Uh, uh, shat heads, shat heads. Just, yes, it's the that show. It's the that show. That kind of rolls off the tongue. It down. does the that right? show. The that show. It sounds like with, you're stuttering with Shathead Clint and Shathead BZ. <laughs> <laughs> I literally are live on the that show. Oh, Alaskan, Alaskan and Chat says, "Does Clint know he's getting a bald spot started?" Where's that? No, that's that's the no, shine. That's, that's the shine. that's the shine. That's the sh- no. That's yeah. the shine off the top. Of yeah, the same. headphones. Yeah. See, I, I have no, I at, have no bald spot. No, there is no such thing. No, not I, in your I, family. I really, Listen, no. People, no, I really don't. No, truly, people hailing from Hawaii mm-hmm. who are tall, about six foot two, mm-hmm. and look very similar to you. There is no bald no. anything. No, this in is your true. background. This like is true. Anything. Anything. Period. End of damn statement. Right. Absolutely. Correct. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Any. Uh, <clears throat> okay, let me throw this out there. Should we just start the show over again? Yes. Okay. No. Yes? Yes! No. <laughs> okay. You want to hit that button so bad. I do. I know. Okay, hit it. Okay, oh, all right. Now just... Shh, shh, quiet. Just for a second. Don't go anywhere, people. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, don't go anywhere. Here okay, go. Okay! gentlemen tonight clint and bz are going to tear through the gristle of today's screaming headlines and rip out the sinewy tendons of truth ensconced within all from the hoary streets of chatramento fornicalia exposing the trembling toady sniveling uh, sniveling jack and apes <laughs> infesting altogether too much of this great nation of ours please feel free to partake this is some serious shit now come on partake of our chat show at shrmedia.com Featuring the effervescent contrarian sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of the Zetmeister, doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the host. Some contents may have 
Settled during shipping. Member FDIC. Batteries not included. Terracross dotted line. Hell in Mexico. Patent pending. Warranty void. In Montenegro tonight. Clinton, DZ. We'll talk about a veritable gaggle, a shrewdness, a murmuration, an obstinacy, a war in a pandemonium, a gaggle, a muster, a covey, an unkindness, a maelstrom, a not a shiver, a murder, an intrusion, a smack, a hive, a prickle, yay, a veritable cauldron of topics. Yonder. A tower. A tower. A tower. A tower. A tower. A tower. Okay, thank you. All right. You're, You're right. Uh, yeah, across from me is Sackhead's Clint, and I will be your server and obese somnambulistic reprobate for tonight. Sorry. We do not take American Express no. or personal checks. Remember, this is only an exhibition, not a camp- competition, so please, what? No wagering. No wagering. Yep. Do we accept and any wagering at all? No. And even war- the slightest bit? Even the slightest. And warranty void in? Oh, God, yes. Montenegro. Yes. <laughs> Listen. I, and Montenegro is very. This is the third complaint they've sent to us mm-hmm. here at the SHR Media Studios, and they didn't read the leap with the, the massive resolve. Massive resolve. We have decided we are not going to allow that to occur. We're not, and, and they they failed to read the label. Uh, BZ is hand wash only for any of you who were wondering. Um, it's it's clear. We stated on all the material that goes out. All the time, uh, even if it, he is under warranty still. Um, but BZ, the, the Zetmeister, is hand wash only. And, and I don't, people don't. How much more plain can is we hand wash than that? Air dry. It, 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 it doesn't get any more simple than that. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, blow dry if he's lucky, right? But for the most part, air dry. Well, yeah, that's like every third Thursday <laughs> on every fourth Kunagonda series that we have. By the way, Yes. Speaking of Kundagonda series, and to all the people on Zephron who are listening to us right now, thank you. We're waving hello. This will take about 2,000 years to get to you, but when it does, we're acknowledging the planet and saying welcome to everybody from Zephron. We, we like that. Dude, the Alaskan's <clears> on <throat> fire tonight. He told us we wasted 15 minutes. He called me out wait, on my bald spot. Wait, wait, wait. He's, wait, stop. Isn't that yeah. part of our job? It is. I mean, if people come here for absolute news and information, uh, is that something, Sackhead Clint, that we provide? Hard news and information? No. 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 So, isn't, wait a minute. That goes against everything that we've signed up for. Yes. Our job is to waste your 15 minutes. Absolutely. And you're lucky it's only 15 minutes. That's right. Wasted. We could have wasted a, a good half hour. <laughs> and, and we're on our way. To doing just that. Exactly. Plus, plus, people need to know that we restarted the show. That's not a glitch. Right. That's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We you restarted got... the show no, for no, no. their benefit. No. We gave them a bonus show. Oh, God, yes. A wait, bonus wait, show. Wait, wait. Free of charge. It's two. Two. Yes. Two shows For the one. price of none. Yes. Your hard-earned dollars at work. In your own pocket. Right here. Yes. That's right. Did you have to pay for this Absolutely the second not. time, folks? No. And I ask you, did you have to pay for this the second time? And the answer is no. Absolutely you did. not. Correct. Welcome to Kaiser. Hi, Kaiser. And Alaskan. And, Al- and Alaskan. And Wendy. And Wendy. And Mike. And Mike. And anybody who happens to be listening to this in podcast. And I, and I see, that's now we've got... Two shows yep. and a bonus show. Correct. And I repeat, for those of you who just tuned in, what you experienced is not a, it's not a glitch. 
It's a feature. It's why you come here. Right. Right. Am I? Am, we did two shows portion, tonight. What portion of what I just said is factually incorrect? All of it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Nothing to report. There's been no news. Okay. No. <clears throat> no. Which is why we were able to give you a bonus show tonight. Well, because we had the time. Right. Yeah, and when we do, we like to uh, we like to let people experience as much as humanly possible. Right. Um you have any Clint stories? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's that I don't know if it's that good. Um more of a uh more of a So I had somebody I was discussing something with a friend of mine and uh he, he gave me the statement time is on your side. And I looked at him like he was a complete What? That's a Rolling Stone song. Well, I looked at him like he was a complete fucking moron and I said I said um time time is not on my side. And he said, yeah, no, time is absolutely on your side. I said, no, time is not on my side. Time is neutral. The universe is indifferent. Time time doesn't pick a side. Time is neutral. It's how I choose to use that time or extend that time that Here comes number two. Thank you. Thank you. That determines how time is used or implemented. But time is neutral. And he looked at me. Like, I just freaking proved to him that alien life existed on 17 other planets in three different solar systems. And you grew a horn in the middle of your forehead. He looked at me. It was To say it was the, it was the canine puzzle, puzzlement look um, doesn't do his look justice. I That's think what I, I call the CPL. The CPL is. is the canine puzzlement look, and everybody that owns a dog has seen it because the canine puzzlement look is like this. Yes, thank you. They tilt your head. They tilt their head. That's the CPL, the canine puzzlement look right there. So I attempted to explain further. I said, listen, I said, time can be manipulated for your benefit, correct? And he's like, no, time just is. I said, no, no, no. With the time that you have as time continues to go on, time can be manipulated. You can expand or contract time to fit your needs, right? There are things you can do that you know will force the action of somebody else. Therefore, you have just contracted time because you're causing somebody else to react or you're causing yourself to have to do something else. Or you can expand time by not making a decision by stringing something along by doing a multitude of different things. I said, so in these manners, time is actually neutral. Don't ever say something as fucking stupid to me as time is on my side ever again. And then I hit him with a phone book. You actually, no, no, I don't care about the, the, that you hit him with a phone book. I'm wondering where the hell you got a phone book, right? Thank you. Where did you get a phone book to hit him with? Who doesn't have a phone book? I know in the now this okay, I'm I'm letting some of the <clears throat> I'm kind of going inside baseball. There was a time when in New York City, if you wanted to get any information out of somebody, you just hit him. The New York City phone book was actually two thick phone books of about six to seven inches each. So the the theory was seven, for those of you that can't seven inches, right, folks? Right. That's for, for men, for men. For if men. you can see the measurement in my fingers, right? That is seven that inches. is seven inches. Mm-hmm. Just ask us. That's science. Oh hell yeah, that that is irrefutable. Yes, it They'd is. They'd hit people to get a statement out out of them with a New York City phone book. That's where that came from. <clears throat> so we have no news. So why did that guy ask you that in the first place? Oh, we were we were actually discussing. Uh, 
some some stuff. Just just stuff. You were going kind of cerebral on him. Uh, were, you, uh, were you guys going stream of consciousness? No, on no, each it other? wasn't stream of con. It was like it was like a. It was nothing serious, and it was almost like an offhand. Ah, time is on your side, like to to. And and I was like, no, it wasn't. And so I said it. Because, you know this about me, right? They don't call me the effervescent contrarian for nothing, yeah, for, <laughs> right? Because I had to say something and just the f- screw with his head a little bit, and I'll be damned if that didn't work. If somebody is saying, hey, time is on your side, and it's kind of like He's no big deal, and it's a lighthearted side. conversation, yes, it is. and you drop something like that on them. It tends to it tends to just screw with them a little bit. Yes, it is. And the best part is, BZ, I know you're singing to me right now, and it's beautiful, by the way. Okay, thank it's you. It's beautiful. Like, thank if you. I were on The Voice, I would turn... Hang on, hang on. Go, start, start singing. I'm going to be like this with my chair. Go ahead, start singing. I just hit my button for you. Oh, thank you. Like, it's on okay. The Voice. I don't know All if right. you saw that No, I did. I, yeah, we don't I, have The Voice here. I don't here. know what The Voice is. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Well, you have it. If if you don't know what it is, the best part is the next day, he came up to me and he was like, "You know, you were absolutely right about what you said about time." So not only he thought about it all night into the next day. Here's here's the thing. Here's the truth about that. He thought about it so long, <laughs> and and overnight, to the point where it bugged him, and it bugged him. So much that he ha- he felt compelled to tell you yes that I was correct that, it, that you were correct and it bugged thank him. Thank you. You up there? Th- thank you. Thank you. Put put your shirt down, ma'am. I don't need to put your shirt down. Look, go ahead, lift it back up. Lift it back. Yeah, you can lift. It. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Wow. I did. And folks didn't know that we actually have that many people in the studio. Right. Somewhere. That's a lot of people that we can kind of cram into this little teeny studio. Mm -hmm. I have a story. Oh, let me hear it. Something that I didn't expect. Has anybody realized that if you... Oh, God, where, where are my manners? You said that. I know, but but that's just... Oh, that was last show. That was the first show. Got this, it. This is the second show. See, that's why, folks, you get two, two, two <laughs> shows in one. So uh, thanks again, Clint, for uh, my poison my here, my Diet Pepsi. My pleasure. Appreciate that. A story just came out today from Breitbart. It said, Beto O'Rourke is failing to meet polling threshold for the November debate. Oh, so the shocking. so the question is, is this the end of Beto? Because the DNC has this threshold, you you have to hit at least three percent support on. I think it's four popular qualifying polls in order to qualify for the next series of debates. And my God. It's not even 2020 yet, so they probably have 75 more debates scheduled for about 20 more people. Yes. And he hasn't made it. Oh, that's so great. I know. It's wonderful. Uh, I think I revealed last week or maybe week before I finally figured this out. Up until this point, I I had a, a little bit of a grasp on Elizabeth Warren. This, this is my Elizabeth Warren voice. Okay. Okay. 
which may or may not be even remotely close. But that's the best I had. Okay. I finally figured out that if you want to do a good Beto O'Rourke voice, you you picture Keanu Reeves. No, he's too in the, awesome. In, in the 80s as a valley dude, and then you get like, I'm Beto O'Rourke, and um, my, my poles are not like totally... Um, doing really good right now. So to for me to enable the Beto to come out of me, mm-hmm. I feature that, okay, it's Keanu Reeves, and he's a valley dude, not a valley girl, but a valley dude. And then my, my finest Beto emerges. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's the best Beto I've got, and that's all there is, and there isn't anymore. That's probably the best Beto that exists. So question period. for you, Sackheads, Clint, is Beto done? Is he toast? Is he feeny? Nah, his, his, his ego won't let him quit yet okay did uh, you see so i saw a story that actually made my made me smile a little bit oh, when, when you talk stories have i got we we ship stuff back and forth to each other we do uh and and we suggest various stories through the past week as to things that we may want to consider yeah so on the top of my tabs mm-hmm. and i'm running a new um a new internet service thing i i was on google chrome now on my laptop i'm in something called blaze and it can carry blaze i don't know what it does but it can carry a ton of tabs so for tonight just for tonight's show i've got 55 zero tabs you're, you're blazing and, and it's not slowing this computer down so blaze just a little recommendation between me to you folks if you're thinking about trying to get away from google chrome I might suggest you go to Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, and upload that bad boy. It doesn't cost you a thing. Not nothing. Doesn't cost you nothing. So what's the story you're thinking about? So the story I'm thinking about is I just saw a story uh, that said that the State Department has ramped up its investigation again into Hillary Clinton's server. <clears throat> Have you heard this? Yes, and and... For those who are not happy with a lot of things right now, let me provide... This is one thing to be happy about. Yeah, let me provide uh, some stuff. Barr, William Barr, A.G. Barr, has been to... I think he's been to Australia already. He's been to Italy. I don't know if he's... Great Britain. I don't know if... Yeah, he's been to Great Britain. I don't know if he's been to Ukraine yet. I'm not sure. So Barr is actively investigating exactly what he said he would do, which is trying to get behind what happened, for example, with maybe FISA, and maybe he's making uh, another stop with regard to Ukraine. Uh, Kaiser, wait a minute, wait a minute. Kaiser, wait, stop right there. Kaiser says he's loving the show, but he's got to go to sleep. Yo. No. Kaiser, that is illegal. You are not allowed to do that. You get your ass back here in the show. Who do you think you are leaving the sackheads? Now, did, what the hell is up with you? What, what, is, what is up with that guy? Hang on a second. He he clearly didn't didn't read the the the, the he, Did he not see the fine print he, when you when you sign up to see the show and you enter the chat room? Right. If you enter the chat room, you are subject to all conditions. Everybody in the chat room signs the agreement. And it's an NDA, and you can't say anything about it. It's a, it's an implied agreement oh. based upon our own imagination. Sure, exactly. So, 
Okay, Kaiser. Well, sleep well. Yeah. I hope you catch us on the replay. Yeah. And Kaiser, sleep well. Hope you get the flu. No, stop, Kaiser. I hope you don't get the flu. No, no. He's gonna he's gonna sleep with his window open. No, and then he'll start to snore. Maybe Kaiser. as he starts to snore. Now, hang on a second. Then, then his glottis will get irritated, and then uh, he'll catch a sore throat. I don't. I don't need to see. And then it may move over to the flu. Well, what's his? And it's like Kaiser. What's his glottis? We told you. We told you in order to avoid a sore throat and the flu, stay in the damn what, chat. What, hang on a second. First of all, what's his glottis doing in his throat? Second of all. Maybe there's something it, special. It works and lives Maybe there. there's something special waiting for him. And who are we? Like what? Who? What I could be more important? I can think of a few things. So <laughs> name five. <laughs> um, five. You say? Five. No. Name twenty. Name twenty. 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 Are you kidding That's right. me? And you got two minutes to do it before the bottom of the hour break. Go to name twenty. Twenty. Angelina Jolie. She doesn't have any breasts anymore. So? That's okay. That's... Talk about scarification. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Okay, I'll go with you on that one. Just that one, really? That's the only one? You're not going to name any of this? I mean, you don't know. There's so. No, no, that's not my job to name stuff. I said name 20 things. And and now it says 829. You have one minute. I'm not naming 20. I'm not going to put myself in that position. Okay, five. All right, five. And you can't use the ones you've already named. I just named two. I know, but you can't use those. Now give me five. But I just named two. I know. You can't use those. That's when you agreed to 20. His, his, We're his, not agreeing to 20. His, you just, I just his, acquiesced. His wife. Said, okay, fine. I'll back up. His Instead wife. Of demanding 20, his wife, I'll demand five. Girlfriend or significant other. His. His. Kaiser. Kaiser's. Okay. All right. Now he says, yeah. He says, my wife. Okay. Boom. There you okay. go. No, I nailed one. it. Four more. No, I don't have to because I got it right no on the first one. try. No, you get yes, four more. That's one Kaiser, go five. be with your wife. That is fantastic. Go ahead. You still owe me four. I don't. I'll give you four at the break. I'm not going to name other women. He's got his wife there. You're not going to get down and give me four, mister. I'll get down and get you four. All right. Okay. This is the Shad Show. I'm Contrary and Clint. And that is the Bulbous BZ. Yes. And we'll be right back after this. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me... A five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com. And maybe you can be part of the SHR broadcasting team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capital, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. When dirty politicians, shadow governments, and deceptive Islam blind the world with fake stream media smoke, their only fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. 
Join me through shrmedia.com, highplainstalkradio.com, and the Western Free Radio Network at Spreaker, YouTube, and iTunes for a different perspective weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Hey guys, it's Sackhead Clint. I'm excited to tell you about a brand new show here on the SHR Media Network. I'm teaming up with the one and only all-powerful, the bloviating Zeppelin right, sitting right. here to my left, bringing to you a, a fresh new show uh, here on the network. It's uh, Against Tyranny, and uh, we'll be picking up where the Sackheads left off. Excited to be with you, sir. Sackheads against, sackheads against Tyranny. We're going to chat. We're going to chat Wednesday night. Sackheads Against Tyranny. Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Oh, it's the same time, right? 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Same sack time, same sack channel. SHRmedia.com. See what I did there? It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The Right Guy on SHR Media. Hey, this is Michael Wright. And I'm Shannon Wright. Join us for The Right Way with Shannon and Mike, Monday through Thursday from 7 to 9 a.m., right here on SHR Media. Why are they joining us? For fun things like sports, politics. Oh, maybe some news and entertainment. And all kinds of other things. Money and recipes and events. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, so join us Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. here on shrmedia.com. Hey, BZ. So uh, the plan's working. You got rid of Sako. Uh, Sean is, uh, is now never, stepping away. I never even saw him. And uh, I know, in, insidious, insidious. You know, we, I mean, we talked about this for a man, a good like for the last three years, and uh, finally coming to fruition. You, you know, I'm still in the room, right? It's almost like he's here still. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's um, kind of. It's amazing. It's kind of at you. It's kind of eerie. Like a poltergeist. Like a poltergeisty kind of thing. thing. Yeah, sackheads against tyranny. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Jaunty little tune. Jaunty, 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 jaunty. Jaunty little tune, 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 tune. Bumper music, bumper music on the Shatner Show. Ta-ta. So you just opened your diet, Pepsi. And have, we're back. I don't have Diet Pepsi. You have Diet Pepsi. Oh, you've, that's right. You've got full leaded Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good point. Only because I couldn't find the real sugar Pepsi. We, uh, isn't that the, well, the Coke real sugar stuff is made in Mexico. 
Echo in Mexico. Echo in Mexico. So is the real sugar Pepsi made in Mexico? I don't know. I've never read a label that close. Mostly because I don't want to. That's probably a good idea. We talked about all sorts of of stuff that we have to talk about tonight, but you want to continue with... Well, you wanted to get back to the Hillary Clinton uh, uh, email probe again as well. Is this significant? There there are... Yes, potentially. And this leads up to another question, but I'm going to hang on for that. There's a lot of stuff percolating right now that people are not talking about. And I think it all has to do with the Democrats are absolutely beside themselves fearing, perhaps I think rightly so, that Trump is going to step on their necks in 2020. So they're doing anything and everything. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while all this impeach crap is going on, there's a lot of stuff operating operating in the background. And as you pointed out, there is an investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. There is a bar investigation yep. into the FISA. The IG report is supposed to come back this month or early next month, dealing specifically with FISA, the FISA warrant, going after Michael Flynn, all of that. There are lots of investigations going on concurrently. Mm -hmm. And the Durham investigation, which you could make an argument that that scares the greatest amount of Democrats these days. So that's all in the background. The funny thing, and I need to ask you about this, Sackheads Clint, isn't it funny how we're not hearing crap about what's happening with Durham? We're not hearing crap about what's happening with Kavanaugh. We're not seeing any leaks like that, like we even saw with Mueller. Plus, just a couple of days ago, and I mentioned this yesterday on the show, We're discovering that Bobby Mueller lied in open session in Congress that he had nothing to do, that he did not visit the White House in terms of, well, I was there to solicit uh, the job of director of FBI, which it turns out that's a lie. He was there to do that. So you talk about lying Mm -hmm. to Congress or the FBI or at all. Mueller, you ought to be fitted for a really thin orange jumper. That's all going on concurrently. Yeah, and I think I think you'll see I think you'll see things start to come out as we move closer to November 2020. I think some well, of these investigations, so I think some of these investigations will wrap up. Um the Democrats are certainly the most vocal, right? They have to be. I don't think they have a choice. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're very vocal, and now I just saw the latest poll came out where 51% of voters, they say, according to this one poll, are in favor of uh, President Trump's impeachment and removal from office. I still think, based on the economy, that um, I, I still think Trump is, is looking good to be reelected. I really do. I, 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 I don't think Elizabeth Warren can beat him. No. Um, I don't I no longer think Joe Biden can beat him. I think the Democrats realize they don't have anybody who can beat him. Well, okay. Except Let's, <clears throat> do you want to sit down and kind of go through the big folks, 
bit by bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Joe Biden, I think, is out for a whole bunch of reasons. The more he tries to push Ukraine, the the more, the more it's going to bite the, him. The yeah, the the worse it's going to be for him because now that Trump has pushed back on Ukraine and his son Hunter. Today he came, or, or yesterday he came out and, and finally said something about impeachment. I think that's because Biden's back is to the wall. I think I think so too, because I think look Biden may be implemented. Uh, Biden may be uh, implemented, uh, incriminated in in some of this stuff as well. Impl- oh, implicated. Well, yeah. Listen, you bet. Listen. I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was Kiev, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." Yeah, I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." Yeah. I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. Yeah, time. solid. Um, well, what does that mean? Solid. What that means is this is Joe Biden bragging Isn't that, that, what they're that he Trump extorted of doing? money from Ukraine. It's on video. I'm looking at it right there. You just heard the audio. The prosecutor who was going to prosecute his son, Hunter, because of a billion dollar fraud. Well, there it is on video. You know, there's no video. There's no audio. Is, is that a quid pro quo? Seems to be a great deal of extortion involving that. If you ask me. If you want this money, then you need to take this action. Right. It's it's basically, it's an if-then equation. Mm-hmm. And, and I love to use this because here's, <clears throat> this is why, and this guy. I have, and, and why is that not being played on all the news sources? Well, I think you know why. But I do. Th- this guy said originally back in 2017, he said what everybody was thinking then, and now this is all about the action. Uh, this is our friend Green. And you've been calling for uh, starting articles of impeachment since 2017. Bingo. But a new Quinnipiac poll taken after the release of the redacted Mueller report found that 66% say Congress should not start impeachment proceedings. And there's a sharp partisan divide, as we all know, with only 4% of Republicans favoring impeachment. Yeah. Congressman, are you concerned that impeachment Listen. talk may actually help the president's reelection? Here it comes. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will be elected. So finally, we have a Democrat that comes out and says what they've all been thinking. We fear he's going to get reelected. So we're going to pull out all the stops that we possibly can on impeachment and anything else. My God, if we can just get something to stick, please. Please, God, I'm sorry, please, Gaia, let something stick. 
It's not sneaking. Nope. Should. Is that it? I thought you were pulling up some some more audio or something. No, no. You no. were on you were on a roll. No, I well, I was. Hey, shall we do this story? It's, which story? Um we know that basically Trump has said and he's not allowing anybody to go over and appear from subpoenas into the house because they're they're trying to get people to to appear from the White House and Rashida Talib says that that Democrats are now looking into how it is that they're going to arrest various Trump officials. <clears throat> how do they go about arresting White House officials that don't comply with congressional subpoenas? So I think so I sent. Who, I, I think that's I, a good question. I think who I, would do that? I think I sent you that story, correct? You did, and, so, and it begs a great question. So Ooh. would would the sergeants at arms do that? Okay, I does, think there's only one. Does the well the sar- there's a chief sergeant at arms, right? Okay, and then there are other sergeants at arms that almost like assistants or I don't know, just sergeants at arms. But there's okay. one chief sergeant at arms. Right. Would the sergeant of arms at arms office be responsible for that as the enforcement arm charged with carrying out the house rules, charged with uh, the order in the House of Representatives? Would okay. they be the ones to do it? Okay. Because the FBI falls under the executive, so they would do it only if there was a criminal referral from Congress, correct? Right. And, the, and, the, and the AG decided to file on it. So would it be the sergeants at arms? What would that... Would, <clears throat> would the Democrats, would the, or would the Secret Service let them get close? Well, see, that's, that's where it gets interesting. And then do they can get you in s- trouble? Can you see two or three... Sergeant at arms, guys in in coats, walking up to the gate to the White House and going, "Um, we need to talk to Donald Trump. You know, the the uniformed guys are at the outside and they say, okay, what do you want to see him for? Well, we're here to arrest him. And the guy in the white shirt looks to the other guy in the white shirt in the guardhouse and says, uh, no. What do you do next? Arrest them? I, I don't know. Or how's this? Next time there's a State of the Union. Or the next time the president comes into the house to conduct business, the sergeant get him there? Because that's controlled that may, by the house. That may be a while. And what do we know about those persons that surround Trump, his Secret Service contingent? Oh, they're not going to let anybody put hands on them. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. So, practically speaking, Muslim Rashida Tlaib, how is it that you carry this off? So, here's how. You want me to answer that? Sure. Yeah. You bet. Please. Do you believe... So, so I'll answer. I won't ask a question. I'll answer it. I believe she is a Marxist. This is going to be good. I believe that she is a communist. And we know that what 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 do communists do? They round up those that uh, disagree. They round up those dissenters and they arrest them on I don't know. Name the authority. <laughs> MSU made shit up. Um, <laughs> so they arrest them on MSU. They hold them. They detain them because they're enemies of the state or they're enemies of their view. And it's it's I read that story and I was like oh. How very communist of you. 
how very you know everybody likes to throw around the Nazi uh, uh, equation. But well, if we don't like somebody, we just uh, like- we we lock them up. If they disagree with us, if they make us angry, if we don't like what they're saying because they're threatening <laughs> um, our view of the world, we we arrest them. We have a really nice gulag waiting yeah. just for you, moose and squirrel. You know, and and it, so I've noticed that that there is a fundamental difference between the left and the right on this issue. People can disagree with those on the right, and there's some on the right that'll get pissed off, angry, whatever, and I'm not I'm not saying they don't exist. But for the most part, you won't hear a public argument of, let's just arrest them. You hear that from the left. You listen to you listen to the rhetoric of Antifa and Because if you if you're not going along with me, then you should be subject to arrest. Yes, you have to tolerate my intolerance. And if you don't, you're subject to arrest because you are a threat. You are a threat to our freedoms because you have a different point of view. And I really think that's where this is coming from, from her. I think that's why the far left hates Donald Trump so much. Well, is he, because he, he represents... He play, he, number one, he doesn't play the game. He doesn't, but the far left want doesn't want America. They don't want the game played, he, right? They want The far left wants communism. They want socialism here in the United States at first, and then they are going to want communism. That's their that's their end game, I believe. And so, how how do you how do you go about that? It's not even necessarily through politics, right? I believe that there are that there are those who are that openly militant on the left now, including um, the the congresswoman that that you just mentioned, um, and Antifa, like we mentioned as well. So. The fact that she, it, I'm not surprised that she wants him arrested, um, but it, it, it falls in line really with her ideology, does it not? <clears throat> yeah, it it does. I, I looked at this from a from a deeper view of a, if we can arrest the president of the United States because we don't like him and and we don't like what he's done, we disagree with him. We arrest the president of the United States. They can arrest anybody. Well, if think about that. Well, yeah. What what you're saying essentially if they arrest the president of the United States, you don't have a military coup. You've got the far left Democratic Party, the socialists, the communists that have seized the president of the United States without proper authority, without proper constitutional procedure. They have seized the president of the United States. And if they can do that, what can they do to you as a private citizen? It's, Who fills his place? It's the what? Do, it, what do they do when? What do they do when Mike Pence takes the oath it, of office? It begs. Do, do they arrest him? Well, and then who's and then who's president? Boy, is that an excellent question? Because could you not, using that same argument, say something similar to if you were effective in terms of removing Trump? Could you not also use that argument and saying that the fill-in Pence, we don't care for his, you know, fill-in-the-blank, whatever yes. it is that you perceive that he's done in the past, and he also, therefore, filling that vacuum becomes subject to our arrest. Yes. And did you hear... And, and, and you if, would go through that line until you get to Pelosi, and then you go, oh, we let which is only, stop. Which is only two, That's right? That's right. Eh, we're so you arrest, you arrest Donald Trump, you arrest Mike Pence, who would be the next target, and who's third in line to the presidency? Yeah, then you it's, stop. It's Speaker of the House. Yeah. And Speaker of the House Pelosi stop just became right President Pelosi. 
and there's your there there there's your coup. So people that kind of blew her off as crazy. No, no, no. You, but it's folks. You need to. You, you need, need to pay, atta- you, you pay attention to, to that. Yes, exactly. You need to listen to what these people are saying. Why would she say that? What's her end game? Her end game is not just to put Trump in jail or to do the righteous thing. What is her end game? It's a complete removal of everything that isn't them. Ab- absolutely. I told you about this story. This may be a good time to do it now. You and you and I had a, a brief tete-a-tete over the break. And you said, yeah, it'll never happen. But this gives you insight, just as that Talib story gives you insight. This story gives you insight as to what Democrats really want. Socialists hoping to unseat Democrats in Albany, that's New York, and want to abolish private property. Okay, so what is going on is that a bunch of massive leftists, a, a slate of what they call Democrat socialists, hoping to bring their their anti-capitalist agenda to New York, the state capital of New York, Albany, have some, what this stupid article says, thought-provoking proposals, like doing away with private property. Well, they say that's socialism. You and I both know that's not socialism. The abolition of private property Socialism, if you go through socialism, it always, every damn time, leads to communism, which is there is no private anything in the, anymore, and the government owns your life and your property. There is no such thing as private property anymore, period. End of statement. You are allowed to live here. Yeah. By the largesse and grace of your government. We allow you to breathe the air that we own. We allow you to walk on your two legs. We actually own your legs, too. A guy named Boris Santos. These guys have decided that they're going to primary every Democrat in New York until they get Democrat socialists into New York. So as you're saying that with Tlaib, this is what the goal is. Mm-hmm. Ultimate communism. Yes. And, and you know, it, it, it makes you sound like McCarthy. And Khrushchev told us exactly what what was going to happen. Uh, and he made no bones about it. And then people say, ah, McCarthy, he's, he's full of crap. Until the Soviet Union fell, KGB files were opened, and it was discovered that, yeah, yeah, McCarthy was right. Mm-hmm. This is what you want. Isn't it, folks? This is exactly what you want. Hey, welcome to Jack in chat. Welcome to Wendy. Sim- oh, Simone. Hi, welcome Simone. to Simone in chat. Jack is there. Mike, the Alaskan. And of course, of course, the nose knows. Yes, yes, he does. The nose knows all. The nose knows everything. Um, what did I say? We're going to go through all the people. Okay. I think Beto O'Rourke is gone. Okay. I think... Bernie Sanders is gone. He's going to run a minimal campaign, but a 78-year-old who's already had a heart attack during the campaign is no longer viable. No matter what anybody says, he's gone. He's toast. Kamala Harris is on the the cusp of 3%. She may or may not make that. She's she's not exploding like a a lot of people thought she was going to explode. She's not, but she's maybe she's making other people explode, which is how she got into politics in the first place. So maybe she's got some work to do in that area. I don't know. Um, Look, I'm saying I don't know. She was supposed to be the cream of the crop, right? Yep. Just just spurting out onto the stage. Right, exactly. You know, out there. 
um, ready to ready to do business. Right. You what, whatever whatever needed to be done. You yeah. Know, it's like she's you, not afraid to get down on her knees. No, exactly. And, and, and pull up her skirt and, and do get the going. hard work. Right. Do yep. do the job that needs to be done. Right. And, and because, so far, she's kind of disappointed. Uh, well, not not Willie Brown from what well, I hear. No, not Willie's Willie. No. Um, was she married at the time too? No, he was though. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. And what's great is he. They make no bones about it. Oh no! Like so. No. So not... she might yet get th- to three percent. We'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. Now, Biden is Biden out? I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it, but he's not out yet. Okay. Um, uh, so far, do you think, as I do, that Focahontas is kind of sitting in the catbird seat right she is. now? She is. And I think that's great. Can you? Can I you, think that's great. Wouldn't this be glorious? Can you possibly envision? Oh, Trump would destroy a, a her. debate? One on one between Elizabeth Warren and, and OMB? Yeah. Would, wouldn't you? I'd, I'd pay. I'd pay to see that. You could make it a pay per, per view, view event. event, and I would pay twenty bucks to watch that shit. I would pay that. Yeah, it would be glorious. Let's see who. Who else do we have? The Let's gal try. from Hawaii. Oh, oh, you know what? I have Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, I think she's out. I think I have a list of candidates, and. The the amusing part of it, yeah. Here I do. Hillary, um, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, we'll, we'll, hang on to that. Hang on to oh, that. am I putting a pin we'll, on that? We, yeah, hang okay. on to that. I'll we'll, put a pin on that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We, I swear to God, we will get to that. Okay. Okay. Here's a guy. Have you heard of this guy Bennett? I've heard of him. Okay, he's gone. Biden. We already talked about Biden. Booker. Cory Booker. He's on the. He's on the cusp. He Is was, he really? He was calling for one point five million dollars. Save me last week, or I'm not going to make it. Booger. I, so, I like calling him Cory Booger. Yeah. And have you ever heard of this guy? There was a character Booger from Good Times. They used to call him Bookman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And have you ever heard of this guy Bullock? No, he's gone. He's toast. Um. How about Butt Gig? Does butt what? does butt gig have any chance? No, getting up there. Okay, no. let's move on. How about uh, this Julian Castro guy? He's made a couple of newsworthy incidents, a couple of mouth boats. No. Meh, meh, meh. I don't think so either. How about a guy named Delaney? You ever hear of this guy? Nope. I have not. So he's done. He's gone. He's toast. Uh, Gabbard, maybe. Okay. And I'll tell you what, I I kind of like her. Not saying In, I'd vote. Not saying I. Not saying I'd vote. Oh, I saw the chat room just. Uh, so okay, here, I I kind of like her. I'm not saying I agree with her politics. You, you like her military background. That's I, one thing you I, like. I do. I really do. And the fact that even though she's she's on the campaign, she still went and did her. She still went and served her weekend. She still went and did her guard time. Um, she's from Hawaii, but she's not as batshit crazy as as these other ones. She, oh, like Hirono. Yeah. She actually, she can actually articulate, she can put two sentences together and formulate a thought. Again, I'm not saying I agree with her on everything, um, but I do like her. Does Jack, that make sense? Yeah, it, no, it does. Okay. I, I understand what you're saying. Jack okay. and Chat made an interesting point saying that it was, wait for it, John Bon Jovi who pulled Cory Booker out of the doldrums with an injection of cash 
to good old Corey. Uh, we talked about Harris. Now, what about uh, this individual Klobuchar? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. How about this other guy? Isn't that a parliamentary thing? Messam. What? Messam. M-E-S-S-A-M. Okay. He made, you know, a, he made a mess of his campaign. Yeah. Never heard of him. Uh, O'Rourke. He's done. I hope so. Ryan. That guy's a D-bag. Ryan. Ever heard of him? Not Paul. Another no. Ryan? No. Jack Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bernie. I think Bernie's gone. I think so, too. Uh, Steyer. Now, Steyer's the dude from California that has an ass load of cash, but I don't think he's getting traction. Uh, not yet. You not yet. You, I don't think okay, he, I'm not ready to rule him out okay, yet. Okay, you think that perhaps there may be some. He may get some traction after some of the other ones fall. Okay. We know about Warren. Yeah. And. Um, uh, Miss, I can't believe she's getting so much traction. I know. I really can't. And, and, and Miss Moonrocks uh, Williamson. No. Okay. And Yang. No. Okay. So it sounds kind of Cause like. Because you can't have Yang without the yin. No, it's true. And he doesn't have him. Right. So he's toast. Okay, yep. moving on. So it looks like we're talking about Biden. Warren. Booker. Maybe. Warren. You haven't ruled out butt gig. I haven't ruled out Harris either. Okay, you haven't ruled out Harris. Uh, no on Sanders, no on Beto. And I want to throw Did you in. rule out Klobuchar? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe on Gabbard. Yep. I don't uh, think she's out yet. Maybe on Harris. Yep. Maybe on Steyer. Yeah, he's a... he's a Waiting to see. Waiting to see. On the cusp. Yeah. Okay. He's on the cusp of elimination. All right. He may not get a rose. Way yay what? on Warren on Falcondas. Yes. And no one always watching. She's like the lady from from Monsters Inc., right? Watching. Always watching. <laughs> okay. We're up against a break there on that. Um, it's time for a break. <laughs> Okay. You got to get your reports in on time. <laughs> I think we're going to go to a break. I don't know where we're going to go or what we're going to do when we come back. We'll talk about it during the break. This is the Sackheads Against media. Tyranny, right? Done right. I think so. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen... Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her housecoat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded by corrupt politicians, a lapdog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud through SHR Media and the Western Free Radio Network for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. 
because truth is not always pleasant. This is Shannon Wright of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us, fall season, getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff. News and food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff. But wait, Mike's coming. I gotta go. Remember, Shannon and Mike in the AM on SHR Media, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. Make sure you tune in. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty void in Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's the SHAT Show, the Sackheads Against Tyranny. I am Sackheads BZ sitting in this chair and sitting over yonder in the yonder chair is Sackheads Clint, the always contrarian Clint. Present and accounted for tonight, one each. Thanks to Wendy and Chat for being here. Mike, the Alaskan, Jack, Simone, and the nose who knows is the nose who always knows. Uh, who knows about the nose? And no, we didn't talk about stories that we were going to talk about uh, during the break. We were talking about Democrat socialists. Um, here's an interesting story. Story. Um, now, we did talk about this, uh, and it's too bad Kaiser isn't here because he could weigh in on this, maybe, maybe not. 
For those of you <clears throat> who may not know, there is a new class of aircraft carriers coming out. And the current class of aircraft carriers are the Nimitz class. And there are five, six, seven of those, I believe. Now there's a new class, the Ford class, coming out. They're at least 1,000 feet long. They're trying to operate with fewer people. Only the shipbuilders are having an assload of problems getting this bad boy out. So I went to USNI, the United States Naval Institute.org, and found the story that says the carrier USS Ford, our carrier for the United States, it's going to be, it basically is the flagship for the series, will likely have only two weapon elevators ready when it leaves the shipyard. And for those who have not been following, if you think we're a chat show, all the contractors that have been working on the Ford, there's your real shit show. Later this month, USS Gerald Ford, CVN 78, will depart Huntington Ingalls Industries Newport News shipbuilding, cross the James River, and report pierside to Naval Station Norfolk, Virginia. The carrier will then begin preparation for an anticipated deployment in 2021. There's just a little bit of a problem. While the carrier will work through the remaining tasks to certify aircraft for the new launching and recovering systems, test radars and other systems, the service will still be exorcising the gremlins from the advanced weapons elevators aboard the Ford. The carrier will likely short nine certified weapons elevators. They'll be short nine certified weapons elevators as the service works to integrate the new technology into its next generation of aircraft carriers. Uh, the quote is by a guy named uh, Navy spokesman Captain Danny Hernandez. He says, we have several more elevators that are close, but there are no guarantees. We have numerous days in October to continue the work. The team continues to work hard. The advanced weapon elevators, or AWEs as they call them, are based on the same technology that powers high-speed maglev, magnetic levitation, trains. So, somewhere someone thought in the process of designing a new aircraft carrier that we should put not tried and proven technology on something as important as a multi-billion dollar ship, the flagship of her class. No, we're going to go with essentially unproven technology because we think if it works for trains, then it might work here. So the system, what it does is it removes cables from all the systems, found all cables, move the elevators, okay, uh, for high-powered permanent magnets that are computer-controlled. So the Navy thinks that that concept is really good and it's really sound. And we want it. It's a new technology. We want it. We got to have it. Wait a minute. As I'm saying all this stuff, why is the camera on Clint? I don't know. Okay, let me change that. So <clears throat> they say, this is great technology. We got to have it. Um, there, it's, it's like maglev technology. They think the underlying concept is sound. It's not working. But the problems are kind of being corrected. And it looks like we're not going to have this stuff ready. I don't know if this story addresses it, but he says, 
Due to the concurrent nature of development and construction, the shipboard AWEs, automated and advanced weapon elevators, have been test beds for identifying many of the remaining developmental and product issues for this first-in-class system, including issues with producing the tight tolerances required for the impact doors and hatches. Uh, these issues have required physical adjustments in software refinement to make AWE operations sustainable and reliable. Now, this is very interesting. They're doing this with the elevators, and I think they also wanted to do this with the catapults on the aircraft as well. The last I heard, at least six months ago, the catapults on the aircraft carrier weren't working. So the big question is, did they go back and revamp everything and put in a steam system, or do they still have maglev systems for the catapults for the aircraft? Because here's the thing. If you don't have aircraft because you don't have a catapult system, then do you have an aircraft carrier? No. Well, well, oh, hang on. Yes. It's just not able to carry any aircraft. Well, it could carry them, but it can't launch them. If this isn't one of the biggest multi-billion dollar cock-ups right now. Does that make sense, though? Yes. Oh, sure. Right? You yeah, can you can have them. aircraft. I guess you could have a big crane um, because you, you can't. You can't land the aircraft because the arresting cables also work on the steam brake system. So, hang on a second. So, if the magnetic system is working, you can't trap planes either. BZ? So, maybe, do you lift them? You get a big crane mm -hmm. on, on, the, on the shore, and when you go up to the pier, and you get a big platform, and you, you launch and you move these planes one by one onto the deck. And there, now, it looks like an aircraft carrier. Or do you have the F-35 or the Harriers that are jump jets and they go vertically? What do you do? So it's not called an aircraft launcher. It's not called an aircraft oh, catcher. It's called an aircraft carrier. I see. And you can going. still carry aircraft without being able to launch or retrieve them. You know, you make a... Okay, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Thank you. That's I'm gonna, three. I'm good. Yeah, this this is, will be three. This will be three. Yeah. Because you're right. Thank it's you. not called an aircraft launcher. Right. Because that that it, it's not it's not just an implication that that you can launch craft. It's just hey, we have a flat top kind of big ship and yeah. it can carry aircraft. Doesn't necessarily mean we have to launch them. Okay, good point. So then the question becomes, what do you think about this pullout from Syria, northern Syria, by President Trump? I, I talked about it last night. I read an article by Kurt Schlichter. And essentially what he said is, when it gets to the point that things are so incredibly convoluted as they are now in northern Syria... When you're dealing with the Kurds and Turkey and the Syrians themselves, and you are definitely between two worlds. And for those of you who may not know, a bunch of the Kurds, by the way, in northern Syria, yeah, they're massive raving communists. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so, in your estimation, I do I mind if we don't go back into Syria? Do I mind if we don't put boots on the ground? No, I don't mind. Any 
Any thoughts about that? Because, oh my God, if there were ever a, a collective of hawks these days in D.C., it's all the Democrats. They're oh, all the yeah. hawks. Oh, yeah. And have been for for long, ever right? Ever since all, 2016. Ever, right. Yeah. Funny other words. Funny, funny other words. You know, I... I um. I know that we've been down we've been downscaling in Syria for a while. Right, except when we didn't downscale the rockets or the cruise missiles. Right. We kind of upscaled a we, little we bit. We upscaled a little bit on that. Um so I'm not a fan of being in Syria. Um I'm 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 just I'm not. I I get that the Kurdish people um are fighting for their lives. I understand that. But the bottom line is is this. Did we pull out too fast? I think so. Yes, w- without knowing the backstory or or what discussions took place uh, behind so that, the scenes, that's an interesting point. We it, don't know. We, everything. we we don't know everything. But the fact that the Pentagon seems to be taken by surprise on this, yes, I think that it seems like we pulled out too fast, too abruptly. Um, do I think it was the wrong call to get out of there? No, I don't. Um, do I think we should have abruptly pulled out? I don't know. I don't know the backstory. My initially, my gut instinct, and initially based on the information I have, I'd say no. But I don't have all the information that Donald Trump has. Um, and again, I don't know what backstory conversations took place. Turkey is our ally. Turkey is a member nation of NATO. Turkey is an ano. It is, but they they are they are an ally. They are in NATO, and. They provide, um, they do give us leverage with Iran. Um, when it's to their advantage. It, it does. But with us pulling out of Syria and and them now being able to do what they think they need to do to combat what is terrorism along their border, why are we involved in, in that part of their politics they shouldn't be we wouldn't let anybody tell us not to do something on our border um and now i think potentially we gain um in dealing with iran which we really need to fucking do what's the bigger deal and here's what i think here's what i think i don't know that's my caveat here's what i think the president was up against we have iran who's a major issue with us right now okay they're being stupid in the Gulf. They are rattling their sabers. They are not abiding by any nuclear or anything. Um, they are continuing their programs. Our sanctions are hurting them, but they are a problem. They've come right out and basically threatened to kick our ass if we were going to do anything about the bullshit they were pulling in the Middle East. Okay, So Iran is a major problem for the United States. Is Syria or the Kurds a major problem for the United States? And I would say no. No. It's not. So if we pull out of Syria and Turkey is then allowed to, or not allowed, free, I should say, without any fear of accidentally killing any of our people, they are now free to take the action that they deem necessary to protect their borders and because we are no longer involved in Syria, we say, hey, you do what you have to do here. We're out, but we need your help in Iran. And Turkey says, okay, then get out now. Get out now. Let us handle our business, and we'll help you in Iran. 
And if that's the case, which my gut tells me it, it is because Donald Trump's not stupid, if that's the case, then I 100% think that it was the right call. I understand that the Kurdish people are suffering. I understand that I've never lived it. I haven't been through that. But I understand there's things over there, and, and is it important? Yes, I can see the argument that's made that that is important for us to be there. I understand the argument. I disagree with it. But I think the bigger gain is Turkey's support with Iran, and I think that was the play. I'm going to be contrarian BZ. Here are a series of tweets that I found. I just This is uh, one that said, I just spoke to a... Pull, di- pulling out too fast. Hmm. I don't know <laughs> if there is such a thing, Simone. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I just spoke to a distraught U.S. Special Forces soldier who is among the thousand or so. Well, okay, that's a good point right there. For for folks who think that we have like 150,000 troops or 2,500 troops or 10,000 troops in northern Syria, we have 1,000. Mostly they are Special Forces units. This tweet says, I just spoke to a distraught U.S. Special Forces soldier who is among the 1,000 or so U.S. troops in Syria tonight who is serving alongside the SDF Kurdish forces. It was one of the hardest phone calls I have ever taken. I am ashamed for the first time in my career. Another tweet says, this veteran U.S. Special Forces soldier has trained indigenous forces on multiple continents. He is on the front lines tonight and said they are witnessing Turkish atrocities. Turkey is not doing what it agreed to. It is horrible, this military source on the ground told me. So, would it not seem logical to you, Sackheads Clint, that the special forces are attempting to co-train or train up a lot of the Kurdish forces and perhaps supply weapons, uh, illustrate tactics to assist them in northern Syria. Doesn't that kind of sound like what a small force of about a thousand special forces operators are generally trying to do? Yes, but that bites us in our ass every single time. Okay, that's my point, because my my counterpoint to that is go back to Iraq. Did we not attempt to do the exact same thing? For years in Iraq, put a special amount yes. of forces in there, co-train what about Iraqi Afghanistan? soldiers, and the same thing for Afghanistan. Yeah, going back when the Soviets had issues there, right? Because at the time, oh, wait, what the about, Iraqis what about, were under the gun. What about Vietnam? The Afghanis, the Afghanis were under the gun. Yeah, what about Vietnam? Oh, oh. Oh my what, God! What about That's name what name the Kennedy area. got us in there? We yeah. just had consultant air quotes consultants starting in 1959 and then moving into the early 60s. So I I stand by my point that I don't think it's good for us to be there. I I don't. Why are we risking American lives over there? It's 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 for for what we have to deal with on the word stage right now. And I understand that you think that Turkey is an ally in name only and they'll help us when it suits them. That's fine. Well, it suits them to help us right now because they can take care of their border and they can take care of Syria. But you just nailed it. You just nailed my point. Alliances and allegiances change in the Middle East because of the tribal nomadistic nature of most Middle Easterns. Middle Easterners who are Bedouins at nature. They don't respect like borders. Mm -hmm. There are regions. Persia was a region. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not about borders in a strict delineation of lines. They live in a general area. They move around when necessary. It's the background of the whole thing. And allegiances change 
at the drop of a hat. If one individual gets pissed at another individual in a separate tribe, they're persona non grata until they can help them. So this is way too fluctuous as far as I'm concerned. There are too many cross-purposes going on here. Yeah, I understand we have a thousand special ops soldiers in there. Maybe we reacted uh, too quickly, or maybe Trump did, in attempting to bring them out. I but think what specific purpose are think, boots I, in the ground doing for... Well, stop. What are a thousand boots on the ground doing? What have they done, and how long have they been there? I think Turkey told them we want them out now so we can do X, Y, and Z. Or we want them out now, or we're not helping you with Iran. And and and, and I think Trump probably said, "Okay." But you, I I think with but regard I to I, the Middle East, I don't know. I wasn't there. The the right. version of Islam as practiced in the Middle East Which is version? not is not the same as that practiced in Indonesia, where the greatest amount of Muslims live. And they're the the classic phrase and statement with regard to the Middle Eastern version of Islam as practiced is me against my brother, me and my brother against my cousin, me and my brother and my cousin against the tribe, me and my brother and my cousin and the tribe against the outsider. And all of those allegiances are subject to change at the drop of a hat. If Ahmad get pissed, gets pissed off at Muhammad, the dynamic changes. And I, I, uh, how long are we going to subject American forces to being killed in the Middle East, particularly with regard to we're more energy independent than we have been in quite some time. Middle Eastern oil is blood oil. It's conflict oil. There are blood diamonds and conflict diamonds. It's blood oil and conflict oil. Now, if we have to drop whatever, Mark 7, bomb on whomever, okay, to send a message. We sent some messages earlier in Trump's tenure, a couple of really nice, shapely cruise missiles. But in terms of boots on the ground, I can't say that I, I disagree with that. Maybe the issue is how and quickly, how it was done and how quickly quickly it's done i don't know those are just my thoughts i'm tracking all right all right so you're saying there may be an issue with how quickly it was done but I, you, I, yeah i, but I think not. i think that there's an issue with how quickly it was done but i don't know the politics or the or the or the um or, or the whys all right i can only speculate as to the whys but yes i think that i think it was it was a little too quick um, in terms of, of getting out of there. Um, but I don't disagree with the move. I maybe disagree with the timing of it, if that makes sense. Okay. I have a strange story from Mexico for you. <laughs> I know which one it is. I know you know. Um, in Mexico, 11 people were arrested after an angry mob decided that they were going to tie their mayor to the back of a truck and drag him through the town. Just Tuesday. Well, that was yesterday. Uh, prosecutors in southern Mexico said the violent incident occurred in Las Margaritas in the Mexican state of Chiapas early Tuesday when a group of 50 demonstrators. You're going to love the reason. 50 demonstrators arrived at a government building demanding money for municipal projects. 
And State Attorney General Jorge Luis Levin Abarca said in a statement, the men who were arrested damaged part of the government building and assaulted Mayor Jorge Luis Escalan Hernandez, the AG's office said. So the video shows a bunch of people exiting the building and a bunch of fights breaking out and some get into the bed of a truck. Another video shows that same truck dragging a guy tied to the back through a street past a large crowd. Why did they do that to their mayor? What could possibly be the reasoning for dragging their mayor through the streets of their town? Ooh, I know. What? What do you think it was? He didn't fulfill campaign promises. Okay. All right. We were at how many? I was at three. You were at three. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. Four. Four. Yeah. What's our record? What's the record for bell rings? That's it. That's it. That's tonight. it right tonight. You've four. hit it tonight. Wow. Four. We've never done as many wow. as tonight. I'm nailing it tonight. You are nailing it left and right tonight. That's great. So what is portend? What does this portend for our campaign promises? Oh, stop. Do you see what I did there? The linkage? Do you see what I did there? Oh, yeah. This is a campaign promise by a mayor, and the people didn't like that he wasn't keeping his campaign promises. So they drag him on a truck. Didn't Trump just say at the beginning of his campaign, and you either got on the Trump train or you didn't, didn't he say he's going to do his level best that we don't? get into more fake wars or get into more wars and that he would he essentially said that he would do his level best to make sure that he gets as many of our troops back as he can so yeah. it seems to me like he's keeping up with his campaign promises now i know you saw what i did there i know for a fact i uh, did i did, a, I did. A, a funny a funny story once upon a time uh ellen degeneres was sitting in a booth with George W. Bush. And once she was seen sitting next to George Bush at a football game, then um, the, the president was there with Mrs. Bush, and Ellen was there with her wife, Portia, and um, there was some respect gun and done. And then... Then the the massive amount of leftists erupted and said that you can never sit, damn you, Ellen DeGeneres, for sitting with the president. And it was, I think it was at a Cowboys game, and she was sitting there. And so, well, what's the story? Um, I think this is the story. Oh, come on. About something that happened this weekend. I know it's Tuesday. Sometimes I like to ruminate on things all day Monday so that on Tuesday you, you hear about it. Um, so uh, this weekend I went to Dallas uh, for the Cowboys game. And uh, yeah, so uh, thanks. And um, it may not seem like a big deal for a celebrity to attend a football game, but uh, I never leave my house. So it is a big deal. I, I go through the drive through at Wendy's, so I only have to see one person. I'm that kind of person. So there were 100,000 people in this stadium, beautiful stadium, by the way, that Dallas has. Um, so Portia and I were invited by Charlotte Jones. She's the daughter of Jerry Jones, who owns the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we went because we wanted to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> um, I like Ellen DeGeneres. 
so anyway, so we get to sit in this very fancy suite because, you know, he owns the, the whole place. So his suite is, is fancy, and he's got fancy friends. And I don't mean fancy like real housewife fancy. I mean like fancy. Look, this is, I took a video of who, who was next to me. So there's the video. And they're at the game, and the video's looking around. Well, there's George Bush. And there's Barbara Bush. And there's Ellen. Yeah. Fancy. So So there they were. So that was Portia, and that was Charlotte Jones uh, Portia was talking to, and George W. Bush. And then in front of us was the tallest man in the world. And... um, So I've got to say, uh, when we were invited, uh, I was, you know, I was aware that it, I was going to be surrounded with people from very different views and beliefs. And I'm not talking about politics. I was rooting for the Packers. And uh, get this, everybody in the Cowboys suite was rooting for the Cowboys. Mm. And so I had to hide my cheese hat in Porsche's purse. And um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I love all the village people, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> But, but Aaron Rodgers is a friend of mine. He's the quarterback for the Packers. And so uh, I'm sitting in the, in the Cowboys suite, the owner of the Cowboys. I'm a and Packer And secretly backer. cheering every time the Packers scored or every time another whistleblower came forward. And uh, <laughs> the referees, you guys, the referees. Um, but during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so... Damn you for People laughing were upset. With they thought, Bush. why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? I didn't even notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11. And, um, <laughs> but a lot of people were mad, and they did what people do when they're mad. They tweet. And, uh, but here's one tweet that I loved. This uh, person says, Ellen and George Bush together makes me have faith in America again. And, um, that was nice. That was exactly. nice. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I'm friends with people who are furry, as a matter of fact. I have (laughs) friends who should tweeze more. And I I have... But just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. Um, I, I, even people who are already playing Christmas music. I mean, seriously. There's no excuse for that, but I'm kind to them. Anyway, I want to thank Jerry Jones, Charlotte Jones, for hosting us, and thanks President Bush and Laura for a Sunday afternoon that was so fun. By the way, you owe me $6 for the nachos. And... So, was that a bad thing? Was that a terrible thing? No, that was that, classy. That Ellen DeGeneres sat with that evil, smirking chimp, George Bush, and his evil wife, Barbara. You know what? It, it, it gave me just a, a little bit of hope. Hearing her reaction gave me, gave me a little bit of hope. Because so, so often I, just, I look at our society and I look at where we are as a country. I certainly look at where we are as a state. And I, I, I don't have, there's not a lot to be hopeful about. right? I try and be positive. I try and look at the bright side. I call out the bullshit when I can. Um, but it, it's difficult sometimes. And so when it's I, extremely difficult. It is. So I know we're past our break time. Um, but when I read that story and when I, when I heard the audio, um, I, I, 
it was very positive for me. It was a very positive I think it um, experience. It was something that made me feel um, good about where we are. And, and honestly, it kind of pulled me back. I was kind of getting to that point where, oh, man, just all leftists are just nuts and all leftists just hate everybody and don't aren't, and aren't positive and don't want. And I don't like being in that place. Um, so I was, uh, I, I was very, we... I was very happy when that, and it, and it made me, it brought me to a better place. So, so Ellen, if you're listening, I doubt you listen to the show, but if you do, thank you. Um, because I think that's something that a lot of people needed to hear, not just on the left. There are people on the right that need to hear that. And I needed to hear that, not because I was doing anything wrong or I'm not nice and kind to people who think differently than me. Um, but I needed to hear that because I was in a place where I didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, faith in humanity. Right. I, if that I, makes I, sense. I, it does. I was reading some tweets on a Facebook page. And I'm sorry, it wasn't a tweet. It was on a Facebook page. And the son who is gay of a deputy, local deputy, who is retired, was saying that she should never have lowered herself to to have been there, that he should have had something thrown on him. There was, if if you believe in Ellen, you shouldn't have anything to do with her anymore. Associating with people like this makes you one of them. And it's the, it's the cancel culture. If we don't agree with you, we're going to cancel everything that you are, that you believe in, including your business, your ways of life, your culture, your friends. We're going to cancel and dox everything that we possibly can. That's what the bulk of leftists are about these days. We're going to go to a break. It's a little bit late, but we're going to go anyway because, uh, hey, I have to use the electric Winkle Chamber, okay? So I need a break. We'll be right back. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR broadcasting team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capital, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. When dirty politicians, shadow governments, and deceptive Islam blind the world with fake stream media smoke, their only fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through shrmedia.com, highplainstalkradio.com, and the Western Free Radio Network at Spreaker, YouTube, and iTunes for a different perspective weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Hey guys, it's Sackhead Clint. I'm excited to tell you about a brand new show here on the SHR Media Network. I'm teaming up with the one and only 
all-powerful, the bloviating Zeppelin right, sitting right. here to my left, bringing to you a, a fresh new show uh, here on the network. It's uh, Against Tyranny, and uh, we'll be picking up where the Sackheads left off. Excited to be with you, sir. Sackheads against, sackheads against Tyranny. We're going to chat. We're going to chat Wednesday night. Sackheads Against Tyranny. Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Oh, it's the same time, right? 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Same sack time, same sack channel. SHRmedia.com. See what I did there? It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Human by race. Christian by faith. American by nationality and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The Right Guy on SHR Media. Hey, this is Michael Wright. And I'm Shannon Wright. Join us for The Right Way with Shannon and Mike Monday through Thursday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on SHR Media. Why are they joining us? For fun things like sports, politics. Oh, maybe some news and entertainment? And all kinds of other things. Money and recipes and events. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, so join us Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. here on shrmedia.com. Hey, BZ. So uh, the plan's working. You got rid of Sako. Uh, Sean is uh, is now yeah. stepping away. I never even saw him. And uh, I know, and insidious, insidious. You know, we, I mean, we talked about this for a man, a good like for the last three years, and uh, finally coming to fruition. You, you know, I'm still in the room, right? It's almost like he's here still. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's um, kind of. It's amazing. It's kind of at you. It's kind of eerie. Kind of poltergeist. Like a poltergeisty thing. thing. Yeah, sackheads against tyranny. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. And we're back. I think we're back. This is the final, the final segment of the Sackheads Against Tyranny. And uh, let's go to a different camera angle. There we go. I am Sackheads BZ, and that's Sackheads Clint. Hello. And we were discussing Hello. for the, the final couple of stories that we're going to talk about. If you were here last week, this is one of the first ones that I wanted to talk to you about because I thought... You know more about sports than I do, and you're more of a sports enthusiast than I am. Uh, the NFL doesn't do anything for me anymore. The NBA, me either. The NBA being aligned with China anymore, and that that entire brouhaha after that, screw the NBA. The NFL can go to hell. But now, <clears throat> there was an issue. When was, when was this? Okay, September 30th. 
apparently Gavin Newsom signed a law which allows college athletes to get paid. And the story says potentially upending uh, sports. Yes. But potentially upending amateur sports. So they're not professionals. When you get to the NFL, now you're a professional. College ball, college hoops, you're not a professional. The NBA, the NFL, the NHL, now you're in the professional leagues. You're going to get paid. But now he signed a bill saying, okay, college amateur athletes, you can get paid too. The first thought that came to my brain is, you're paying a college athlete how much of an investment in that job is the state of California going to give him? In other words, in many state of California civilian appointments, you have what is considered to be a stake in that job. So if that athlete on a given campus in California isn't doing the proper job and you want to fire him or her, can you, because they're paid now, no, because and, and they, it's California, and, you can't fire anybody. And they have a proprietary interest now in no, that you, job because they're being no, paid. You can't. Can you fire him? No, because it's California, you can can't you, fire anybody. Can you bench him? Sure. I, I don't look. I don't know about firing, um, but that's the first so, thing. I thought. The first thing I thought of is, holy shit! If they're going to pay athletes at the collegiate level, what's that going to do to tuition? Oh my God! I didn't even think about that. So I, I know. Oh I, yeah, because you know we're paying coaches. Let's say all across the nation, we're paying coaches mm-hmm. with regard to, I don't know, football. We're paying some coaches in collegiate football make a million bucks, mm-hmm. and the reason they make that is because of the nature of the team they're coaching. And there's some big programs. They make an assload of cash. There's some big programs out there for the college or university and so that's where the scale comes from but i hadn't even thought about so if that. you're pay, if you're paying if, players if you're, now if you have employees and and not just scholarships right but if you're paying players a salary and now if they are employees or they're salaried or they're getting a paycheck now you have to have work comp insurance oh, now you, you have do. to pay into social security now you have to pay in do you have to pay into a retirement benefit what's you, california what is it pers do you have to do they get a 1099 if they get a 1099 those rules just changed or the state of California is looking to change the 1099 oh, yeah, rules because with, the urban, especially Uber with drivers Uber and, and stuff. Lyft etc where Absolutely. you can't be you can't be a contractor anymore yep. you're going to have to be paid and if you're going to be paid under specifically a, a direct employee mm-hmm. then maybe some wait a minute what if the college athletes in order to get a better wage to decide they want to unionize yeah. What happens then? Mm-hmm. Could you stop them? Not in California. What if? What if every college player? And let's let's not limit this to a sport. Let's say that every player who is subject to receiving not just a stipend, but actual an actual salary, gets together, whether they play basketball or football, or soccer, or they, they're on a swim team, or they play tennis, 
or they're on a baseball team? What if all of those college athletes in the state of California get together and re- and and realize that if we all get together and unionize, then if you don't give us what we want in terms of a wage mm-hmm. and or if you don't give us what we want in terms of better conditions, working conditions, and benefits, just like you said, benefits, then, well, we're holding college sports hostage. And if you like your Stanford football games, screw you. We're not playing football the, the The NCAA already said that if that's the case, then those colleges or universities that are compensating paying athletes, they will not be able to participate in NCAA events um so if that's the case what does that mean well that means bowl games go out the window um that means that i I don't know maybe can you be part of an ncaa division at that point Um, i think this does more harm than good for a lot of different reasons i think this is going to have a lot of unintended consequences Um, I know that the athletes with this bill would be able to do like endorsements and those sorts of things through through private companies and so forth. And so do I have a problem with that necessarily? Not necessarily. Look, if if any company wants to pay any private person for their likeness in a contract, I don't think that should be restricted. Now, should they be able to wear their collegiate uniform to endorse that product? No. But can does do I think the university owns their name? No, I don't. So I think that that part of it is okay. But in terms of compensating an athlete from the school or the um, or the organization or the team itself is where I think it's problematic. <clears throat> so is this maybe another one of those laws that Newsom has devised or signed? It got created somewhere that most leftists don't don't look down the road to see what the implications and ramifications of these laws are going to be. They don't do what I call the the logical extension. Could you not see that questions like this are going to get answered and you're going to have to have an answer for those in the bill because now you've created an entirely new host of questions that apparently in that bill you haven't answered. No, you haven't. I think you've created a new host of problems that that the people are going to need you to solve down the road. And how do you solve the problems that you know this is probably going to create down the road? You do it through increased taxes in order to try and increase revenue in order to give people free shit, put more taxpayer dollars into those universities, you get more control. I believe it's calculated. I think that they know this is going to be problematic and they know they are going to have to address it down the line and the way to address it is to throw money at it and the way to throw money at it is to increase taxes and promise people more free shit. Um, Okay. By its nature, though, as you indicate, it makes perfect sense that you can expect one of the logical extensions to be increased tuitions. Yes. Because this cash... Has to come from somewhere. Yeah, increased tuition so, so, oh, or that, or the states or the oh, states. That, that begs another question. I think this is where you're going. Does the money come from tuitions only, or do the universities now under pressure 
from this law say, look, we don't have we don't have that amount of money. State of California, you got to help us out. Bingo. Meaning, state of California taxpayer, you got to help us out. Bingo. That's what I'm talking about. Does it deserve one of these? That's up to you. You're the you're the controller of the bell. I I made the point. You started the point. But I made the point about pay and increased tuition way back when that you hadn't thought of. Five. That's five. That okay. That is without a doubt. That's a new record. Five bells in one two-hour show. Wow. As Jack says in chat, liberals never look down the road for the fruits and the consequences of their actions. Oh, I think I think they do. Or do you think it's? Or do you think? I it's think they all do because it's all power. Grab. Manipulative. I think it's all manipulative. I really do. I think it's one hundred percent manipulative. Since we're talking about the state of California, and I think this is probably the last story. Unless, do you have any more stories? Do you have any stories that you'd like to go over? We there. We have several. So we have more stories than we can go over tonight. Oh my so God, go ahead, we have BC. a ton. Yeah, I, w- I, I was going to touch on the uh, the the uh, Intel Intel official got arrested today. Okay, all right, the, the good. Let's talk. Agency. Let's let's do that then for leaking information to reporters. He's a thirty year old, Henry Fressy 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 Fressy. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He was an analyst, counterterrorism analyst, and uh, apparently he had a, a top secret clearance, and um, he started. Uh, allegedly, 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 accessing classified intelligence reports. Um, some of them apparently were not related to his his job duties, and he leaked this information about foreign countries' weapon systems and so forth um, to to a reporter, and he got arrested. Well, she wasn't just a regular reporter, though, was she? Do tell. Was it was it his girlfriend? Huh. He released information from the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, to a reporter, right? But, oh, he was in a a romantic relationship with her. What could go wrong? What could go wrong wrong? with that? There's nothing that could go wrong with that. I don't see anything inappropriate at all with that. Right. He loved her. He Look, loved her. The first thing I think of is what? Stroke and Paige, right? They loved each other. Oh, I thought that's what she did, and then he'd to give her a page. Right, right. I thought she would stroke, no, he'd give her a page. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Never no, mind. You were talking no, okay. about the FBI The FBI couple. Right, the, okay. the FBI. It works in both cases, it though. Does. It does. One in though. name and one in deed. That's, oh, that's absolutely correct. That was brilliant. <laughs> uh, journalist one as they were named, appears to be this chick named, who is CNBC, I'll name it because they named it, CNBC's Amanda Macias. Huh. A journalist, too, is NBC's Courtney Cube. Two female journalists, one male DIA leaker. Are we talking triumvirate here? Hmm? Like stroke page, stroke, stroke, page, stroke, stroke, page, 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 stroke, stroke, page. I can see how this was whole working around, right? Maybe. I'm just curious. Just Ooh, and then they found out about each other and got mad and got him arrested. Oh, 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 my. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Okay, you just may have, have nailed that one. Okay, we got one final story. That was pretty good. Okay, go ahead. That was pretty good. And and this is called, this falls under BZ's schadenfreude. I love this because this is rife with schadenfreude. All throughout the state of California, the things and the persons that are actually raping and pillaging the environment are leftists. Because if you have anything to do with an electric vehicle, hybrid or not, pure electric or not, it's the batteries the creation of the batteries and what you do to dispose the batteries that rapes and pillages the environment. Mm-hmm. Tesla, because of PG&E shutting down, and this is grand, this is a story for another day. I may get into the show tomorrow, but PG&E now is shutting down all sorts of areas in California because of high winds and there might be another wildfire. This time around, PG&E is shutting down uh, people in the rich counties like Sonoma County and Napa and Marin. This is where the big bucks are, and these are where the big, the big massive vineyards. So leftists in Sonoma and Napa screw you. But now Tesla has said, you know, because of these outages coming up, you better charge our cars. This is, again, something schadenfreude in terms of leftists hadn't seen that coming. PG&E is working at cross-purposes to your being to tra- being able to transport people. And when you have an entire electric grid that goes down, when you're on all electric everything, you can't go anywhere in California. Ain't that great? That's brilliant. <laughs> I love the hell out of that. But they have those supercharging stations. That you can identify through your app, and you can drive to a supercharging station that's not in use and plug it in. It'll charge fully charge your battery in 30 minutes. Right. And then what happens, because California says we're all going to be electric shortly, we're going to have enough charging stations? No. When, Clint, when was the last time that California built an electrical power station? Oh, gosh. Because, you know, if we go all electric, we have we're going to need electrical generation stations. I have, a, I have a beautiful idea. Okay, what's that? We have Rancho Seco just sitting out there. Oh, fire that bad boy up. Fire that bad boy up. That is a Babcock and Wilcox design, just like TMI, Three Mile Island. How do I know that? BZ knows that because working for Vanguard Security, I used to work out at Rancho Seco, which is a nuclear power plant. I used to guard that son of a bitch. So I know about its design. That's a brilliant idea. Let's crank Thank up you. A, let's crank up nuclear power once again. Yes. In what could go in wrong? Southern Sacramento County. What could go once wrong? again? What could go wrong? Nothing. 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 It's way Nothing. out in the middle of nowhere. nowhere, except for all the areas that are now building around it. Yeah, what, fuck! Don't buy there. I'm sorry. If I had two big ass <laughs> smokestacks on my horizon, yeah. The first thing I'd be thinking is, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, and what is still left here? Oh, no, 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 it's safe. It's, uh, they cleaned it all up. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Yeah. I wouldn't buy within 20 miles of that fucking place. <laughs> you got to love You got to love California. I'd Spelled fire with a K. It I'd fire it up. <laughs> you got to love California because they think of nothing. They just said, okay, today, uh, here, comes a new, here comes a new law. Uh, here comes another new law. Uh, here comes a third new law. We're not going to think of anything about what the consequences of these will be. But wait a minute, wait a minute, I feel it. Here comes another new law. 
ain't it great? Yeah. Let's kill all transportation because PG&E, who was determined to be responsible for the campfire that killed 86 citizens of the state of California, PG&E, because they're pissed off because they got sued, gets now the ability to kill your power to the consumer. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? It doesn't get any better than that. And your Tesla? Charge that fucker up. Before we kill your power. Before we kill your power. You can't write this stuff, Clint. You can't write this stuff. Well, can, and, can, and, and, and the gas tax transportation funds are going to be going to... Oh, God, we didn't even get into that. Climate okay. projects. All of the gas tax... We, Not all. Half. Okay, we I passed laws in we, meaning the denizens of California, not me, passed laws saying, okay, we'll tax ourselves. And then on top of that, Newsom passed in the dead of night and didn't ask us at all another tax. And then the 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 story was, oh, these taxes are going to go to the infrastructure and building more highways. Now it turns out, <clears throat> bullshit alert, no, they're going to go to green deals now. Green deals. We need more green deals in California. More green deals. More green deals. Green deals. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. I appreciate it. We have green deals in California, spelled with a K. Am I going to have a show tomorrow night? I'm not sure. I don't really have any guests lined up. No guests? No, I may go freeform tomorrow, but I have do an it. idea. Freestyle radio. Yeah, I, I might do that. You could borrow it from us. Yeah, from I you could. Can. I could do that. <laughs> You're right. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. Always thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Too. Thank you for listening. So we'll be thank back. Thank you for talking. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. That candle's beautiful ambiance, by the way. Yeah, smells good, too. Thanks, folks. See you later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.